We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Welcome to the mouthpiece, episode eighty-two, year three. Today we're going to talk about my venture into Austin, Texas at 52 Social this weekend. We're going to talk about the NCAA championship game, more sports, politics, and of course poker. The mouthpiece is next. Yo, 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 welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 82, how y'all doing? Uh, first thing I want to talk about is, uh, sorry, uh, the last episode was not up for a while. Uh, YouTube decided that they um, almost kicked me off YouTube for life for saying um, something about the 2020 election. So uh, I have to do a podcast and watch everything I say or um, the communists are, are going to take down my channel. So um, <laughs> what a world we live in. God bless Elon Musk. He's like the only savior of, uh, of the country from free speech because the big tech they they control the information now and they think that if they put out one side of the information that they could um have an effect on more elections coming up so we have to uh watch what we say uh politically um and uh you know that's basically it so anyways uh i'm going to be in Austin, Texas, this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, um, I'm going to be doing meetup games. Uh, I also have a bounty uh, on my head on Sunday's tournament at 52 Social. So um, I said last time I was uh, uh, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago when we did a podcast that I'd uh, update you guys on uh, where my uh, what my affiliate uh, with uh, 52 Social will be. Um, I'm just uh, finalizing everything, and I will be um, doing that this weekend. Um, most of my podcast after this is probably going to be live. Uh, from Austin, Texas at 52 Social. They um, they want me doing the podcast from there, which is good. It's good for the podcast. It's good for poker, and it's good for them. So uh, I'll be probably doing the podcast there every two weeks probably. Um, I, uh, I will be moving to Austin, Texas, um, but it probably won't be till after the World Series because – uh, the World Series starts in um, two months. It's uh, I have uh, my house uh, I'm kind of locked in here till August. So, it, you know, uh, with the World Series a month and a half away, it kind of makes zero sense for me to uh, to move now. So, um, you know, that's kind of uh, what's going on with that. You know, poker in Texas is uh, blowing up. It really is. Uh we our place is two and a half miles from the lodge 
And, uh, you know, I really liked the people at the lodge. The owners were so nice to me when I was there. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I'm trying, you know, I'm working with, you know, 52 Social. And uh, we have no, I have no interest in wanting to hurt the lodge. I'm hoping that uh, we can build it up and the lodge and uh, our place uh, does really, really well. So that's my goal. Uh, me and Doug are really good friends. I'm, I mean, pretty good acquaintances. We get along great. So, you know, he's a good, good dude. And uh, I wish him and everybody at uh, the Lodge a lot of success. Uh, and hopefully we'll do well, you know. And, uh, you know, so uh, that's uh, the start of my venture in New Texas. And, uh, of course, I have a spam phone call. It's pretty funny. Uh and uh, and then um, you know, let's going o- going over to poker, uh, which is probably the most important thing I guess we could talk about is things are well. Um, knock on wood, uh, we are still on a really, really, really nice winning streak. Uh, but it's going to come to an end, and uh, I expect it to come to an end soon. So I'm prepared for it. But playing great and running good are important. Actually, the last mm, to two sessions ago, I, I didn't play that good. I, I ran a retarded bluff for no reason. Bluffed off like 11,000. But I ended up getting winner in the game. I uh, had to grind back. Uh, but I'm playing well. Um, it was the first time I got caught when uh, running a big be- a big bluff in pff, I don't even know how long. Um, they think I'm so tight. And, and then I just rob them, you know. And then <laughs> my timing's so good. I'm just, I mean, I. I'm not a braggy type of guy. Uh, my ego was big in the early, mid-2000s, up until probably 2008, you know, 2009. And then I control my ego now. And um, am, I, am I the best player in the game? Uh, yeah, you know, but I'm not going to say anything. I mean, uh, Phil and me got in a little fight in the game the other day, and... He got all mad and and uh, you know he can't take it that I win all the time and he's been losing and he you know, he just throws a fit. He's like, Mikey, he's like, I'm a hundred thousand times a better no limit player than you are, and you know, all you do is win and all I do is lose. I'm, like, I'm good at no limit hold'em. Oh, you are. Hello, are you good at no limit hold'em? My ROI is the best ROI in history. I'll say that. Wow. Nice to see you, Phil. Anyways, uh, and listen, Phil's a great tournament, no limit. He's the best tournament player of all time, you know. But he is not that good an online cash player. And he thinks that when – here's the funny part. Phil's final table is seven – Tape, game, table, final tables in seven different events at the World Series last year, right? I spent hundreds of hours working with him in the mixed games because I, he's my friend. I want to, 
him to be successful, you know? Because days of winning bracelets in Nolem and Holem are much tougher than the old days. So if he didn't learn mixed games, he wasn't going to win more bracelets. So, you know, I care about him. We're good friends. You know, I really wanted him to, uh, uh, you know, to do well. So when I see him doing things that are wrong in the No Limit game, and listen, it feels better at No Limit Hold'em, he's better, but he's not that much better. You know, he's always what feared me back in the day, and he knows how good I am. And it's just, I don't, when I try and give him advice, he just, I'm up 28 million playing No Limit Hold'em. I don't want your fucking advice. I know more, well, forgot more about No Limit Hold'em than you'll ever know. Okay, Phil. Whatever you want, buddy. You don't want my advice? All right. So he'll keep losing until he listens to me or whatever. You know, and I, I can't make the guy listen to me, but we're all good. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm like, Phil, it's just, it's poker. I don't, I don't play and say, oh, I wonder if I'm, I, I don't play in them when Phil loses and I win and say, I'm better than Phil Hummuth. Because he's like, you think you're... No, I don't care, Phil. All I want to do is play and win. I don't give a fuck. You can take the title of a thousand times better than me. I just don't care. He just doesn't understand that. So, uh, yeah, Brandon, Ivy used to be the GOAT. I don't believe he's the GOAT now. Uh, But, yeah, he was the GOAT for a long time, long period of time. You know, uh, so... What's funny, you know what's funny is, and again, like I just commented on, I, I really don't give a fuck who's better or anything. I think Doug Polk's fucking 100 people list is a joke. I think I said it last time on the thing. I'm like, I want, I'll want i put up a million dollars. I'll grab 50 people off that list. We'll play 20, we'll play 12 games and uh, we'll, see, we'll see who wins, you know? 50 people, I'll pick five of the 50 I'll pick 50 and I'll pick five and or I'll pick three Doug pick, pick three we'll play all the games and uh, we'll see who does what so I'm not looking to care who's better but I think it's uh, I think it's pretty funny that uh, I'm not on that list and there's 50 people in front of me that, that couldn't beat me in another lifetime so but that's uh you know, people have their own uh, opinions, and uh, I'll just keep printing money and enjoying my life, and they'll uh, they'll enjoy their lives. So, poker's good. Uh, pain is good today. It's been a little rough the last week. Uh, lately, uh, my legs have been burning really bad. Uh, I don't know what's causing it, so... The weather's good today, so that's probably why I'm not in pain. You know, the beginning of the week, it was raining. Whenever it rains, I'm in pain. So, you know, that's what it is. I'm looking forward to going to Texas. Uh, like I said, if you are going to be in the Texas area uh, this weekend, uh, come on down. Say hello. Uh, I'll be signing autographs, picks. Uh, we'll be doing a uh, a uh, meetup game, and I'll be a bounty. So um, you know, that's about it. I see it's a little slow today on the podcast, probably because it's a Wednesday afternoon. 
you know. So, uh, but uh, we'll we'll get this put. We'll get it put up and posted uh, uh, later this afternoon for the people that missed it today. The NCAA tournament was uh, pretty amazing on Monday. Uh, North Carolina came out of the half, the half like the game was over. I mean, Kansas caught them in four minutes. Think about it. At the fifteen twenty mark, it was forty eight forty seven. So they had outscored them like thirty five to ten in five minutes. Pretty amazing and. Even with that, Carolina had a shot to win. They had the lead with 55 seconds to go by one. You know, it, it's a shame they, they played so poor the first four minutes of the half. Uh, or um, or they would have won. I can't believe they didn't win that game. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, that was an interesting, good game. My Lakers are officially eliminated from... Even the play-in game. Think about that. They got three of the two of the top five players in the league. I don't know, three of the top twenty, and they're seventeen games under five hundred. Couldn't even make the play-in tournament. A San Antonio rebuilding team beat them in the play-in. A New Orleans team that started the year off one in fourteen. Beat them for the plan. The management that assembled this, I don't even know if there's a word for it, this despicable, ridiculous, awful NBA team should be, absolutely should be fired. They're going to fire Frank Vogel. He's going to be the fall guy. But to not, for, for the GM to still have a job is ridiculous. They emptied the clip, all their draft picks, all their players for Russell Westbrook, who was obviously on the downside of his career. I mean, he played well late in the year with Andy Beal, or Andy Beal, with Bradley Beal. I said Andy Beal, the poker, the oil guy that we used to play poker with. But yeah, Bradley Beal. I think yeah, Bradley Beal. And uh, I, when they when the Lakers got him, I, I'm a big Westbrook fan, but I, I just didn't see it working. I mean, uh, but I think it didn't work because Westbrook just regressed. You know, what does I don't think it was a big problem. I mean. Uh, hold on one second. I'm being accused of giving somebody lessons that I never did. Okay. Meetup games. I just got a text. Are going to be Saturday. I'm going to be starting at 4 p.m. So Saturday, 4 p.m. I'll be doing meetup game at 52 Social. Sunday, 52-dollar buy-in celebrity bounty tournament starting at 2.15. And then Monday, we're playing a big no-limit game. Uh, and Tuesday, we're doing more meetup games at 4 p.m. So I'm, uh, I think we're playing uh, 50, 100, or 1 and 200 uh, live stream on what day was that? Sunday? 
uh, Monday. On Monday, 52 shows. So big game live stream Monday night. I think it's 100, 200. No limit. Uh, good luck to them. I'm playing pretty fucking good. Uh, so we'll see uh, how big that game is and how I'm going to do in the game. And hope I do good. I have. I don't really play big anymore. I play 10, 20, 40. I do really well. So uh, you know, I I just. I just have no interest in playing big anymore. And, you know, I play this 100-200 game, and, you know, you, you can easily lose 40000 100000 whatever. But, uh, you know, hopefully things go well. And, um, you know, I just, it's it's weird, you know. I, I talked on the podcast for the last couple of years, you know, what I've been through, how hard it was to get back on top and pay off most of my debts and, to be doing really well so you know playing a big game big 100 200 game it's uh i don't play scared but you know you don't want to lose 50,000 when you're been doing so well and uh that's uh, the thing i give Phil a lot of credit for, for 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 helping me in my money management you know so not put me in spots where i can you know i just don't need to lose big anymore i don't need to to win big either you know i i do well I live a really good life, uh, except for my pain I'm in all the time. So can I play as big as I want? Sure. You know, but there comes a time when you get a little bit older and you deal with what I've dealt with and you, you don't want to put yourself in position to lose 50, a hundred thousand or anything like that. So it's, uh, it's, well, you know, I, I'm just, I'm smart now. I mean, I'm not the old Mike that just, blasted off 20 and 30 and 50 and 100 balls like their quarters so you know you got to grow up a little bit and uh i think i figured it out so hopefully i'll keep doing that but we'll be playing a big game monday uh live stream 52 social so if you guys want to um to uh chime on in on monday and check out the live stream uh 52 social uh, there should be, uh, I'll be on my Twitter and my Facebook. I'll be putting up the live stream to, to, for you guys to uh, check it out. So that's on Monday. Uh, let's see what's going on in the world of politics. Um, has it, did anybody see Joe Biden yesterday? I mean, Obama was at the White House. Joe Biden's walking around in circles and not one person would talk to him. Did you see that? That is the scariest vision I've ever seen of a U.S. president in 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 history. I mean, what it, what it does, what that video shows you is Biden's not the president. He's not the pre- Obama's the president. But we already knew that anyways. You know what I'm saying? But that was pretty obvious. Everybody's talking to Obama. Fucking Biden's walking around by himself in and no, he puts his hand on Obama's shoulder. He pushes. Did you see that? I mean, that was truly the most incredible video I have ever seen. And since six, seven years, I've been political. I, I've never seen anything like it. I, it's elder abuse is what it is. I said it before the election. I say it now. It was all they, they hid this guy from the people. He was he. It's elder abuse. The guy should be in an old age home. I feel terrible for the guy. It's unbelievable, man. I mean, even for my people on the left that are listening to the show, if you didn't see that video, 
It's scary. There's not one person that's listening to this show right now that could go look at that video. Just just Google video of Biden yesterday at the White House wandering around or whatever. And I don't care if you're on the left or right. I mean, there needs to be like the 25th Amendment of invoked. I mean, he can't run the country. We got a, we got a guy that's trying to start World War Three. And we have to worry about a guy that can't that that doesn't even know where he is in a in a room of people. And the scary part of that whole video was the press. Nobody cared about the president of the United States. They were all sucking up to Obama. So what does that tell you? It tells you that Obama's running the country. <laughs> it's there's no way what I just saw there that Obama's not running the country. And he came back to the White House because. They, they, they're trying to change the narrative and bring up health care. And, uh, well, you know, that's what the Democrats do. They're, they have nothing to run on. Their policies are terrible. Their bullshit social justice issues are all con artists. They don't give a fuck. Everything they say is a con, you know. But trying to change the subject and pivot to Obamacare is not going to help them. They need to pivot to the gas prices and the inflation. I mean, this needs to be addressed. Instead of, like, not addressing it, it needs to be addressed. It's uh, it's true. And H.R. Jackman, the media, is the enemy of the people. And everything. You know what the scary part is? Is everything Orange Man Bad said in the last, during the 2020 election is all true. Everything. From the Hunter Biden laptop to the fucking weakness to the Afghanistan thing to the fucking worrying about Russia, okay? Because Biden is weak to the he, to the seven dollars a gallon gas. Uh, everything Trump said it come out to be truth, and he's going to be. Listen, I don't want Trump in office in twenty twenty four. I would. I'm, I'm a big Ron DeSantis fan, so. You know, I hope he wins the primary, but I don't think he will because he's a Trump loyalist. And and Trump's going to win the presidency again. He's going to win in a landslide. And, you know, as good as his policies were for the country, which I always told you that, I just think he's he's a jerk off, you know. But he's got all this ammo to put in commercials, how they lied, how they suppressed the all the info in the 2020 election, how they... He's got so much ammo against the Democrat. I don't. <laughs> he's going to win. So it sucks because I'm going to lose 10,000 to Phil because I bet Phil 10,000 that he was never running in 2024. Because if he felt that they stole it in 2020, what's to think they wouldn't do it in 2024? So I'm surprised he's going to to run. Uh, but we'll. Uh, you know, we'll see. Mm, uh, I, 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 I don't want it. So, anyways, uh, that's what's going on with me. Let's see what I, the Golden Knights have somehow won five in a row. I might go to the game tonight. Feeling pretty good. Uh, I just uh, booked a ten thousand dollar win in the my home game in the game I play in. So, had a good day today, um, and I'm feeling good. Probably go to the hockey game tonight. They won five in a row. There, if they win tonight, they'll be two points back of the Kings for second place in the division. But they got to win every game. They 
they you know they won five in a row. They they all gets weak opponents. They got one more weak opponent tonight. They get that done. They've got two out of the next three against weak opponents, and it'll be uh, you know maybe they win all nine and go on a nine game winning streak. And basically, they had to go fourteen and four with nineteen games left, and they've won five in a row. So out of the nine games coming up, uh, I think they have nine left. They need to, I believe they, uh, if they go uh, six and three, they are going to make the playoffs. So that's my opinion. So we'll see what happens. You know, they have a lot of injuries and if they get healthy, they're dangerous. They could be dangerous come playoff time. So if they make it, so we'll see what happens there. All right, let's uh, take some phone calls and uh, we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. We're talking about. Texas Poker Room, sports, politics, whatever you guys want. You want to shoot the shit? Let's go. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. We'll shoot the shit. 702-329-0480. A little bit slow on a Wednesday afternoon, but give me a call. Tell me what's going on. Seven zero two three two nine eight. What's an 0480-329-0480. Give me a call. And uh, we'll shoot the shit. If you don't fucking call me, fuck off. I don't give a shit. And uh, man, what the fuck, man? Where's my? Where's the love? There's uh, nobody loves me anymore. I don't give a fuck. It's so funny that Brandon will talk about Trump and them like that. Meanwhile, they've only investigated every part of his fucking life. For the last six years, and what did they come up with? Oh, zero. Oh, wait. Everything corruption is on the laptop? Oh, that's all true. What up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. So Mike? What's up? Lower the volume. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Who's this? This is Jeff Cody from Dallas, Texas. Jeff from Dallas, I'm going to be in your home state there on Friday. What are you up to? Oh yes, um, I think that back to a month ago, uh, I was playing with you at the at the poker house. Oh and yeah, I the cable. You know, I was supposed to buy the poker house, uh, the Texas poker house or the Dallas poker house, and um, we had a deal in place. I was buying a big piece, and they reneged on it. So. Uh, now I uh, I'm involved with Fifty Two Social in Austin, Texas. So would have been nice. I yeah, really, yeah. I really, I really love Dallas. I love that card room too. Uh, 
Unfortunately, unfortunately, the people who run the place don't know what they're doing. The people who own it, and uh, I was yep. gonna, I was going to put them in a spot where they would have had all the business within six months, and they didn't. Yep. They wanted, didn't want to listen. So now I'm going to Austin, Texas, and I'm going to get all the business in uh, at the Fifty Two Social. That's the you know that's the goal. You know? so yeah, yep, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's. I think uh, the, the the 52 social they know what they're doing because uh, um, when you first uh, when you was at the poker house I thought I thought they they, they really want to cooperate with you, with you you know yeah and you definitely will bring the business to them but right now they still slow like I mean they still like very slow what they still How? got no table what I mean, they got four tables going. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Still, it's very slow like two tables three tables two three it. tables well you know what I say. Uh, I wish them the best, but karma's kind of a bitch, and uh, I I don't want to. Yeah. I shouldn't even say that, but you know, uh, the people got one couple one of the couple of the guys that, that are involved are really good people. Mike Martinez, really good, and even the the main owners seem like nice people, but they, they just don't know nothing about poker. And uh, right, I, I brought a lot. I was bringing a lot to the table, so the guys that I was bringing in to run the room are now running uh, 52 Social, and they know what they're doing. And you, you need right. people that know what you're doing. And forget forget the fact that the people, what I would have brought in from, uh, just from all the people I know in the poker world, uh, and the people that my guy Jason Sackler knows and Todd knows, and, and running the room correctly, training the dealers, training the floor staff. You know, the biggest complaint I heard, right. I heard at uh, the Dallas uh, Poker House was, the floor man didn't were inconsistent. They were inconsistent on rulings. Uh, the dealers were pretty good, uh, but there were some bad ones, and it was just run very unprofessionally. And even when they they had the free roll, I mean, if they didn't back out on the deal with me, they they ended up losing a, like one hundred twenty thousand on the free roll, and yeah, they wouldn't have lost anything if they would have just stuck with the deal they made with me. It kind of sucks, and I think they were banking on uh, TCH losing their license, which I thought for sure they were going to lose it, and they ended up uh, winning their appeal. And so now TCH is still packed, and they got two or three games. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, is, uh, you know, I I mean, I I would still be, you know, willing to to help uh, build it because – you know, uh, I don't really, you know, as far as even if I own the place, even if I had ownership in the 52 Social, I mean, they're in two different, right. they're in two different, you know, cities, you know. So, I, I mean, I, yeah. uh, I, I, listen, I don't, I should, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything bad. You know, I think that the way I got treated was wrong. Uh, it bothered right. me, but, you know. In uh, business, the business decisions don't work out sometimes, and sometimes it happens for the best. You know, if if they, if uh, that would have, uh, we would have done a deal there, and it didn't back out, I wouldn't be at Fifty Two Social, Fifty, and, and and I think Fifty Two Social is just as big an opportunity for us, maybe bigger, and uh, uh, maybe yeah. you know things happen for a reason. That's basically what I have to say. So, you know, we have a month less than a month, a month later, the Fifty Two Social situation came up. And uh, the guy who runs the place, I've known for many years. And uh, I think right. I think we could have a good relationship. And uh, 
And again, I've got professional people running 52 Social now. Whoever was running it before, I don't know. But the people running it right. now are very good friends of mine. They were, and you met them. You met Todd and Jason when we were there. Uh, when I'm pretty sure right. you did, right? You, you, you met well, at least one of them. You met, uh, you probably met them both. Yeah, they're the guys that were there with me. And um, so uh, they are the manager, the general manager, and assistant manager now at 52 Social. And uh, so um, you know, I look forward to uh, to working hard and building uh, building that place up and helping. Uh, I just think uh, Texas poker is just lit right now. And so uh, I, I think that uh, with the people I know, uh, we'll bring out a big tournament here probably. I'd have to say after the World Series, we're probably going to run some $10,000 seats. We're going to give away probably one seat on a weekend for the main event uh, every weekend. Right. Uh, that's what we pretty much have in store, uh, which should brought, bring in uh, you know 20 table tournament. Uh, for a ten thousand dollars seat, uh, probably do it on weekends. It seems the uh, weekends are pretty, pretty much busier there. Uh, would you agree? Uh, in, in the Texas, you, it seems like you get a lot more players on weekends. So, yeah, we're probably going to run a I'm not sure maybe a Friday night uh, uh, satellite uh, for the main event. Uh, so, but I'm t- I'll be talking over. I'm not, you know, that's not set in stone yet. But uh, there's a lot of things we got coming up. A lot of uh, big things for the club. So. I don't know if you have you been there yet by any chance. Um, no, actually, I I know I know if, if I drive from Dallas to to there, it took around like two hours. Yeah, I think it's a two hour and twenty minute drive. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it. I mean, it, it's not that bad, you know. Yeah, I mean, the truth of the matter is, is uh, you know, the like I said, I'm not trying to to to. to take or hurt any of the lodges business or anything. I'm hoping we build the club and we bring more and more people to the area. Uh, yeah. but, but one thing I think we have a big advantage is, is, you know, we have a full bar and we have a full restaurant. Uh, and that is, a, oh, that's, nice. that, that's a game changer when the place down the street does not have a bar and a restaurant, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I think, uh, people want to drink and play poker, you know, I think that's a big edge, right. and, and, and and even though they have bring your own, uh, I heard there was a problem with some underage people recently, and now they don't allow bring your own there anymore. I don't know if that's true. Uh, if it's not, I apologize. You know, but uh, that 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 brings a, that's a real big uh, advantage for us. Uh, but right. again, I'm, I'm I'm really hoping that we get twenty f- tables going every day, and the lodge gets twenty tables going every day, and and uh, everybody comes yeah. down for big tournaments and. And uh, we build uh, Texas poker into the into a powerhouse. I mean, that's uh, you know that's my goal. I've, I've been living in Vegas for forty four years, so you know, for me right. to for me to pick up all my, all my cats and move to Texas is a big move for me. Uh, but I, I think yeah. it's, I think it's the right time, and uh, my cats are doing well. I'm just uh, probably going to rent them one of those big two hundred thousand dollar motorhomes. Have my man Danny over here drive it. Let the cats run, run around in, in the in the boba home because I don't want to uh, get them all hemmed up in a car in a, in a you know, right. in a uh, carry on case. So I want them to be able to kind of be happy, especially with Flash. He's twenty years old, and I don't want him to kind of freak out, you know. So you know, we'll, right, we'll right, see right. how that goes. But yeah, so you got any questions for me today? Uh, yes. Um, 
I, I wish you to the best luck at the 52 social. Thank and you. If, 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 if the one in Austin is very successful, I wish you can come to Clans of Dallas and open one, like a 52 social in Dallas. Yes, you know. No. Uh, that would be nice. One of the guys, Mike Martinez, who does who who's one of the minority owners in the Dallas Poker House. Uh, we are still talking about doing business together and opening uh, a bunch of Mike the Mouth card houses in uh, all around Texas. We're uh, we're looking at Lubbock. We're looking at Fort Worth. Uh, we right. you know we were actually we we're actually uh, in discussions of, of opening there when the uh, when the fifty two social situation came up. So. If uh, if there's a, if we are able in the six month period to to show a lot of growth, uh, right now I heard right. the room's starting to pick up. If we're able to show enough growth, uh, I, I see myself opening three uh, three or four rooms in Texas. You know, so um, listen, right. I, I, I I've grinded my life in poker. I do very well. Uh, I'm still doing well, yeah. and, and it comes a point, you know, where with my injury, it's hard for me to play poker full time. It's very hard. Uh, so I see, uh, you know, an opportunity to, uh, run this room and, and, uh, build it up and I'm going to be playing there a lot. Uh, we're playing a big game yeah. or playing a big game, on a live stream. I think it's, uh, I said mon- Monday, right? Let me see. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Last week, so, yeah. so I'll be doing a big live stream game there. Um, when I'm in uh, town, I'll be probably, we'll probably be doing a live stream once a week, a big game, smaller games during the week. Yep. And, um, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the room picks up and see what happens. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you know there's a, a woman poker player called Kitty Cole? Yeah, she's in town. She'll be. She's in town. She's doing a meetup game there today. I think she'll be in town. Right. The rest of the week. Uh, she's really nice, and. Um, yeah. Uh, she really likes uh, playing in Texas, so that's uh, good. So I look forward to seeing her when I get in town. I'll be today's Wednesday. I will be there Friday evening. So. Be there Friday That's evening, great. and I'll be there till Wednesday. I'll be there for five days. So, who's ever in Texas, uh, come on up, say hello, Austin, Texas, fifty-two social, and uh, I'll be there. I appreciate the call. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. I wish. Uh, 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 I would. I go back there uh, sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Playing and with if, you again. If you get free and you want to drive on down, I'll come on and say hello, and uh, I'll uh, I'll buy you a beer, man. Okay. Thank All right, you my man. Much. Take care. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. We got any more calls, buddy? All right. Let's give him a call back. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty grounded, guys. You know, I, uh, I, I'm i pretty open with you. I tell you guys everything that goes on in my life. And things are financially well. Uh I mean everything's fucking well. Uh, I'm dating a nice girl. Uh, she'll be with me in Austin this week. Uh, uh, I'm pretty happy in life. Um, what else going on? I don't know what else is going on, but you know, life is good. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, well, who knows? Who knows what happens? You know, I don't know. Take everything slow. Don't make mistakes like I made in the past. Try and um, become a better person every day. That's all you can do, man. Crush the World Series coming up. I mean, all right, I might have lost my 2500 and my bracelet bet the last time, but I think I'm going to get one this time. 
I really do. I'm playing good poker, man. I wouldn't want to play against me. That's the truth. That ain't that ain't ego. That's just the truth. I'm playing good, man. I mean, I played good at the World Series this year, but I didn't play great. Then I played for like a six weeks straight, absolutely fantastic. And then I went about a two weeks straight where I was playing just good. Not good. I was playing kind of uh, for the next two weeks. I, I played a little bit weak. Then I played really great for the next three weeks. And then the end of the week this week, I thought I played a little too weak, a little too tight. And uh, today's, what, Wednesday, Tuesday? So, uh, a Wednesday. So I played yesterday. I thought I played good. Today, I thought I played, well, I didn't play very long. I thought I played good for what the game was. I ran two bluffs, was 2-0. Uh, cooler to guy, big pod, aces against ace-king. Uh, that was basically what I, pretty much everything I won today was that pot. And, um, you know, that's pretty much it. Let's go. I'm waiting for you. Well, I don't think we can because it's, it's from another country. All right. Well, whoever called before. Please not was, complete your call. All right, please try again. We'll, we'll call back. Or, you know, if you call. All right. Called in twice. Call back. Whoever just called. 702-329-0480. What do you guys want to talk about? Talk about poker, sports, politics, fucking whatever's going on. Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up? Lower your volume. Yeah, lower your volume in the back. Okay. Yeah. I, I did. No problem. How you doing? Who's this? <laughs> oh, my God. So I am live. You are live, my man. What's, uh, what's your name? My name is Thomas, and hey, Thomas. I'm calling from uh, Rotterdam, uh, the Netherlands. Oh, wow. Well, nice to meet you. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been listening for uh, for years for uh, <laughs> thank your you. podcast. And, uh, and um, I just, uh, w- how are you doing? I'm absolutely doing great. Uh you know, I've uh, the last uh, COVID uh, was life changing for me in a positive way. You know, a lot of people struggled through okay. COVID. Uh, I flourished through COVID. So, uh, COVID was good. Um, I, I'm. But you did get get the the, the virus and uh, you were vaccinated. Yeah, I got I got it twice. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck the vaccine. <laughs> you know. Well, I can't say fuck the vaccine because the communists that run fucking YouTube will. Accuse me of uh, of uh, misinformation because everything goes against. I had the vaccine also yeah. twice, but uh, I took it initially because mm-hmm. I wanted to travel to Hungary right. where I was born, and uh, I needed uh, the the QR code, right? Yeah. So, but uh, when I went to get the vaccination in. Uh, uh, year and a half ago uh, for the first time yeah. uh, uh, I had to wear the mask Yeah. and uh, initially the mask I only wore in the in the shop mm-hmm. you know, in the grocery store mm-hmm. and um, so uh, I have uh, chronic uh, hyperventilation uh, I don't know how it's called in the in the in the, in the, in the Wait, US okay but uh, so I cannot uh, wear the mask all the time. So yeah. I get vaccinated pure only to go to my home country in Hungary, 
But when I get the uh, vaccine, I had to wait uh, for an hour in the line, and uh, I just couldn't imagine myself uh, wearing the mask uh, for uh, eight or ten hours straight between my home and uh, uh, the train station and the uh, the airport and yeah. uh, the flying to Hungary, you know. So <laughs> I didn't go to Hungary. Yeah. <laughs> Because of the mask mandate. You, did you wear Did you wear an N95 mask or just a regular one? Well, I, uh, no, I I didn't wear uh, the mask uh, to travel because uh, I couldn't travel. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, I was uh, it was it was too uh, awful to uh, wear those things. Uh, I I can't wear. I refuse to wear more than an hour. I wore. I think I've worn a mask literally in two years, for a total of. Well, I flew. I had to wear a mask when I flew, but I had the fake mask uh, that you could breathe out of, uh, so I wore those. Yeah. And uh, but a re- I never. I might have worn a mask for two hours in two years. That's what I think of the bullshit. I just think it's all bullshit. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I hear you uh, on your podcast, and I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I have two questions, yeah, if sure. I may. Sure. Uh, one is about uh, the Helm Youth and uh, um, the Queen 4. Okay. Right? I know it's been discussed a lot of times, but uh, uh, my perception, uh, perception on it. Okay. And uh, one about uh, the gas prices due to the climate uh, change and uh, the climate hoax uh, of uh, the Perry okay. Accord. All right. So right? I will uh, so, I will answer those two for you. Uh, the Queen Forehand, okay. the Queen Forehand, um, where I think I talked about a little bit uh, last week, but where Phil made yes, the mistake in the hand is he felt he was weak. Uh, he raised to 150. Phil's got 990. I think Phil just has to shove. Okay? He's going to shove. He's going to get called. He's going to say whoops, and he's going to get lucky, and nobody would have said a word. So I think that was the mistake he made. But yeah. once he raises, to, and I said this last week, and I'll explain to you. Me and Phil talked about this hand in length. What, and, and, and people want to say that I'm defending his play on the hand. I'm not defending this play on his hand, okay? But once he makes it right. 350 and he's got 590 left, okay, yeah. he looks yeah. over at the stacks and he's like, ah, fuck, what did I do here, right? Yeah. And he's got a 3 million stack, a 2.8 million stack, a 2.3 million stack, and the Asian guy has 1 million, Okay. There's only a $25,000 yeah. jump from fifth yes. to fourth. So in his mind, there's uh, 820000 out there. So he's got to put 590 in to win uh, uh, 820 and 590 is 1400 So 590 to win $1,400. Uh, if you run the math, they say he was 28% in the hand. Uh he yeah. thought he thought he was up against Ace King, uh, and if and, and again the reason why he called is he told me is like he didn't feel he could win the tournament with that right. stack against those players. Now 
he's not going to yeah, ever yeah, admit yeah. that to to me or or anybody. But I mean, Fox and Eric Seidel and um and uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Sorter, uh, what, the Japanese guy? No, the other guy. Um, oh God, I'm having a brain fart. Uh, but he's like the these Japanese guys, guy. These guys are killers, right? And he, he just right. felt like with his nub, he couldn't win unless he tried to get lucky. And I, no. I, I actually, I, I actually kind of agree with him. You know, if you're out, if you feel like the other three players are as good, if not better, than you, and you feel like you you can't spin a nub up against them, and you felt like well, the only way to you know, win is the tournament was to call off. And uh, I'm not saying that that's what he thought, but the he did tell me that he felt that he was a big dog to win the tournament unless he gambled there. And uh, mm-hmm. and that's what he told me. Well, you know? I, I, I think he definitely thought that he had two life cards, <laughs> right? As it turns because... out, he had one. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so if if, if he if, terrible, if he has a, if he's up against Ace King, right? If he's up against Ace King or Ace Jack suited or whatever, it's it's actually the right call. I mean, so yeah. it, you know, uh, again, everybody wants to say you're defending his queen four. No, I, I think he played the hand like shit. But but I think that yes. I, I, I I don't mind the call. After he made the stupid small raise, I really don't. I mean, raise. when you yeah, look at right, the stack right. size, let's just say, okay, he's got five ninety, and then the Japanese guy has seven hundred, and there's another guy with seven or eight hundred. Then he, it's, he's just going to fold. But with everybody having yeah. three million, two point eight million, he just felt like he had right. to get lucky and. Again, I'm not saying well, that that's the right decision, but well, he's, he's, he said it, he said it afterwards. Uh, if he if he's uh, wanted to chance to win uh, that uh, tournament, he had to gamble. Yeah, right? and so listen, I don't I don't really mind it. Okay, and, and again, the, a lot of the pros are going to run, sit there, and. And then they're going to show the charts. Where's Queen Four on those GTO charts? So they can stick their charts up their asses. They can all play the same way, and they can all fucking talk about combos and this combo, this, and I got eighteen combos of this, you know. And meanwhile, like the people that win all the, the that win all the regular tournaments, you know, they just they play their players. So the, the bottom line is 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 poker is not about. Who wins in a 25-player sit-and-go at the fucking Poker Go studio, okay? I mean, no. not taking anything away from there. They're all great players, but uh, how, how do you do against big field? Who's who's doing good against the big field no limits? You know, Campbell does well. Darren mm-hmm. uh, Elias does well. Uh, I mean, there's about like four or five of them that do really well. So, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due, but I, I just, I, I, I don't. Think whoever does good in the twenty-five people poker go in the poker go studio means anything? I, I just don't, you know. Just remember. So eventually, he got uh, uh, head to head with Seidel. Yeah, uh, didn't so, he? Just remember the. Let's just say the players in the room are a ten out of ten as far as the way the, their skill, right? And let's right, just right. say 
I'm a seven and a half out of ten or an eight. Okay. Do you know how many years it would take to show that difference? It would take five or ten years to show that difference. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? And so that's the thing is I could go in there, run good, win four tournaments, and they'll be talking about I'm the greatest player. But it's not like that, okay? In a short term, like that's why you watch different people go on. Every year it's somebody different that wins all the tournaments in the high rollers. It just is, you know? And that's yeah. because they're all, it's yeah. just poker streaky. And I just, again, the, the best player to the guy – like if they're a ten, and I'm a seven and a half, I don't think I'm a seven and a half. I would put myself. If they're a ten, I would. I think I'm a good eight point eight to nine, eight point five yeah, to nine right now. I think my no limit game's fantastic, and I I can just go in there and win every tournament, and everybody be like, "Oh, look how great Max!" No, it's it's just in a short term. It's whoever catches the cards is going to win. You know, if I play well. Okay, if I play my best, the, the the difference in skill is just so much, so little. It's a joke, you know. But I don't want to play but killers. The, the, the big dif- big differences between you and uh, the guys that uh, are all all over the uh, poker go tournaments and uh, and is your health. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, your health is not uh, as it was. Uh, 20 years ago. So if if your health was as good as uh, before you got all those uh, disadvantages, yeah, you uh, should and you could be there uh, would along, there, with, along, uh, along, along the other poker players. Well, you know, that's the whole right? thing. So, so my documentary will be out uh, after the World Series. And I, I hit exit by, by accident. So how do I get back on here? Uh, so, um, uh, my documentary will be out probably a couple months after the World Series or it's hoping to be out before the World Series. And then people are going to realize what I deal with every day. Uh, it's just nobody in the world has a clue. So, you know, the fact that I'm able to to cash 34 out of the last 76 events out of the World Series with nine, nine final tables uh, in, in debilitating pain every day is um, yeah. there's nobody that could put those numbers up, you know. And if I had yeah. any, if I had any luck, I, I'd have won three, four, five bracelets. You know, I had a shot to win nine tournaments. I probably more. I, I mean, those are just final tables. I there was like five of them. I got to the last two tables. So, you know, no matter how good you play, you 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 need to catch cards with two tables to go. And in the last uh, four or five years, I've been snake bit. So, you know, we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah. And, I, I I I remember. From the World Series to the last World Series, that yeah. you were uh, dealt in a table that uh, there were. Uh, uh, I mean, even uh, even the 70, dealer, eighty percent of the players were top players. I mean, even the dealer's <laughs> choice, even the dealer's choice tournament. You know, I won three pots in four hours. Phil won thirty-three pots. You know, I ran like absolute shit and. Uh, you know, it's a shame I didn't at least get fourth. Fourth was another seventy-five thousand, and I had two to one chips over um, over her and over Carol, and uh, she kept get they kept she kept getting all in and doubling up, and then she'd get low and double, and it was pretty. Uh, I was just trying to like once I saw her get low and 
she's really rich, so she don't need the money. But you know, the 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 move up in, in money was big for me, and so I think it was, maybe it was fifty five thousand difference. I'm not, it was whatever it was. So I was just trying to kind of move up because I was a short stack and hoping hoping she went broke before me, and of course, didn't happen. So, but you know, it's poker. Right, right, but, right. Uh, I'm looking forward well, to the World Series. I, this I, I, I took uh, uh, away enough uh, of your time. Uh, okay. Well, I'll uh, maybe maybe uh, I'll talk about the gas prices and what's going on here uh, uh, off the uh, as soon as we hang up and you can listen, okay? So okay, okay. I, I appreciate Thank the call and for, thanks for uh, calling. Call. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Okay. So Thank you, Mike. You know, Bye-bye. You got it. So also, you know, talking about the gas prices and the inflation and what's going on in the world. So when you give out 3.5 trillion dollars, okay? You got to get it back somehow. When you when you flood the the, the, the money into the world, prices are going to go up, and uh, uh, there was always going to be record inflation. And here we are with the record inflation. And uh, as far as gas prices go, uh, there's a lot of things people don't know, and I'll explain to you what's going on here. When you give what's up? Welcome hey, to what's Mouthpiece. Up? What's going on? This is Mike. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Mike? Hey, uh, you know, this oil stuff, you know, America don't uh, start selling oil. Russia is going to, uh, rubles is going to take over. American oh, dollar oh, won't oh, do oh. shit. What do you, you know? well, this is all being done on purpose in, in the name of climate change, okay? Nobody in the fucking world clears about climate change except the fucking political left in this country. In other words, I mean, I'm not saying that climate change is a hoax because it's real. I, it's just there's nothing any government could do to change climate in the country. I mean, the climate has changed a thousand times in a two billion years, you know? Uh, they want to say it's man-made, but where's the proof, you know? There's three... In, in three and a half billion years ago, and with a B, they could tell by drilling into the ice, into the um, uh, the ice caps in the in the Arctica and stuff, that the CO two levels were five times higher two billion years ago than they are now. Um, there were no cars or industrial two billion years ago, so the country, the world, survived five times bigger carbon footprints. Two and a half billion years ago. It's going to survive now. Climate change is all politically driven. That's all it is. It's all, they, they put people in fear. It, listen, here's all you need to know. If climate change was real and the oceans are going to rise and flood Miami and flood all beachfront properties, uh, why did um, Bill Gates and Obama and Pelosi buy Forty, fifty million dollar houses on the water. Oh, because they don't believe in it. <laughs> they just spread the fucking bullshit. They don't believe in it. You know, they believed in it. They wouldn't have beachfront property. <laughs> they don't believe in shit. It's all yeah, you, can, you can't get. You know, if you talk about this solar, solar is highly subsidized. No. And then you had a bunch of these guys. These bunch of guys. Uh, I won't name them because uh, I yeah. know a friend involved in a lawsuit, but yeah. uh, it was a fuel cell company, and that's about ready to go down. Solera, Solera went down 
through Obama, and now there's another uh, a fuel cell company that got highly subsidized, which was a total ripoff, mm-hmm. is just about ready to go down in a lawsuit. I mean, I did, won't name the name of it. Did you see the video yesterday of Biden walking in circles and nobody around him? I mean, it's so obvious Obama's running the country. It's it's like there's no one person that can see that video and say that Joe Biden's the president of the United States. It's impossible. If you even the communists who want to fucking turn off my channel because they'll say that I said misinformation. OK, they'll, oh, you're spreading misinformation. I want to know. Anybody, even my people that are on the left that are watching my show, I want to know, anybody that watches that video can literally tell me that Biden is running the country. He's not. He's not. And the military-industrial complex, they want a war. They want to keep this war going for years. Do you see that corrupt political hack fucking Miley yesterday? He came out and said, oh, the Ukraine-Russia war is gonna, could last years. Well, of course they want it to last years. America will keep giving them weapons, so they could the more, so they could just, you know, the the. the and they, the only thing they got to prop up the economy because uh, you don't have oil. Oil, our economy is based on oil. Well, no shit. We we were energy independent. Okay, the uh, you did you remember Putin when Trump was in office? He's like, I'm not going to help the fucking sh- uh, the shell the sh- sh- what's it called shell shawl? What's that? What's that that they get the. That they frack on the 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 the, the sh- 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 shawl whatever it's called shale shale the shale uh, industry in the in U.S. because once we 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 realized you could get the oil out of the shale okay we we had we, we had all, all the we had like ten to one more oil than anywhere in the world but because of the fucking leftist fucking scumbags that are pushing for climate change oh we need to be the leaders of the world, so we're going to starve our people and fucking quit drilling and quit fracking on government uh, land because we're going to help do the climate. So our little country, which is like 300 million out of 8 billion people, being the only ones that want to throw plastic straws away on California, why Japan and China and India dump gazillion gallons of plastic in the ocean... For what? What is? What, what's that going to do? Nothing. All you're going to do. Even Trump said, "All if you stop fracking, it's going to destroy our uh, oil industry and make China's and Russia more powerful." Well, of course, because these corrupt politicians fucking get money in their pocket, and 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 yeah, okay. As far as like uh, propaganda, they want to say, well. Uh, if they wouldn't have canceled the Keystone Pipeline, well, first of all, the Keystone Pipeline would be just about done, okay? It wouldn't even be done yet. It'd probably be done in maybe a month. It would have been, took a year and a half to finish. So that's just propaganda, okay? But if they wouldn't have yeah. cut, if they wouldn't have cut the funding for it and they would have had that open in a month, we'd be getting a ton more oil, okay? Is also, you know, I talked about the no fracking on federal land. That was a, that policy in itself. Uh, made gas prices fucking fly up. And uh, uh, Trump in uh, uh, in 2020, uh, when gas, do you remember when oil was like zero or minus $20, right? Because nobody was traveling because of the pandemic. You remember that? Trump bought. Yeah, it was minus minus 38. Trump bought like, I don't know, like 40 billion million barrels of oil or whatever he did to put in the reserve. And then he wanted to buy like another 
uh, bill, like 500 million barrels to put in the reserves, and the Democrats wouldn't allow it. And again, people don't realize how fucking educated I am. Anybody on the show wants to go look, Google Trump uh, reserve oil, and the Democrats fucking would not allow it. If we had those reserve oils right now, the gas prices wouldn't through the, through the roof. The gas prices are through the roof because we have bad policy, okay? The Democrats are fucking living in a social justice world. They're in a fa- they don't understand everyday people. I understand everyday people way more than anybody who's in office. They're all out of touch millionaires. They don't have a clue who's struggling. And they are going to be literally destroyed in the midterms. I mean, anything less than a 70-seat advantage for the Republicans would be an absolute criminal. I think they're going to get 100 seats. And I think they're going to flip five Senate seats. And if they get a supermajority, if they have a 60-40 Senate lead and 100 seat in the House, Biden and and Harris are going to get impeached, okay? And and, and they're going to have to put this... They got to put the 25th Amendment on Joe Biden. He doesn't know where he's at. I said this two years ago that he had dementia and it was elder abuse. And in the last year and a half since he took office, he's gone so far downhill that... And I don't wish it on anybody, okay? I Even though he's the most corrupt human pride to ever be in office and the Hunter Biden laptop will tell you that much. And listen, you put a 47-year-old swamp creature that's corrupt, that's been corrupt his whole career back in, in the presidency, what they think was going to happen? Well, Trump is... I don't even... I don't even think they'll take him out if he shits his pants. He starts shitting his pants well, on stage. I, I think that, they'll still try to. Oh keep no, he'll him in he'll there. be out. He'll he'll be out uh, after the midterms. They, he has to be removed. Okay, there's he can't. He yeah. doesn't know where he's at, man. He must be. The thing is, is nobody wants Kamala. She's polling. He's polling at thirty eight percent. She's polling at twenty two percent. You know, and I think she's the most evil person that ever. Ever, I think like Hillary Clinton's not as evil as this girl woman is, and she doesn't even know what she's doing. So they're very afraid to have Kamala in. And but the thing is, is they need to wait till after the midterms. If they pull Biden before the midterms, it'll be even a bigger catastrophe because that'll what that does is that shows weakness, and they can't show weakness. You see what I'm saying? They're trying to hide him. Oh yeah, totally. But. He, because of the fact that, and, and I, I made a bad bet. I said he will not be around uh, a year after the election. But then I did some reading and realized that once the midterms happen and then they swear Kamala Harris in. Now remember, the Democrats are all about identity politics. So they want to say we put the first black American, African-American woman in office. Look what we did. Because even though she's not really black, she's half Jamaican, half Indian. But. You know, the Democrats just make shit up. So they're going to put her in office and say, look, for social justice, we put the first African and they're going to put her in office. And um, and I just met I I just bet Phil. He laid me uh, uh, seventy five hundred to five thousand. I said that Biden will will not be the president within six months of the midterm election. And I really believe that I they have there's zero. They can't keep him in office. It's. The thing is, is they he's going to be impeached, and they're going to they're, because of the fact he he can't. He, he, again, I don't want to say anything bad, but 
It's elder abuse. He can't keep a word. He he went he went up in front of the world with a a cheat sheet card in front of him, and he couldn't read off the cheat sheet. Okay, this is very dangerous for this country, especially you're letting these corrupt generals like Miley uh, create policy that want to start World War Three because they don't care about our kids dying; they just care about money in their pockets, and. So I'm very worried. I'm very worried for the country right now with this guy in office. I'm I'm so and I and, and, and when Trump lost, I, I really wasn't worried with Biden. I, I knew he was brain dead. I knew he had dementia, but I just figure the people pulling the strings would would keep it in line. And and they have Obama right now, who's probably running everything. But you know, I don't know. They're definitely going to square her in, so then they could tell the whole world how. They broke the color barrier and put the first act in there. That's what they do. They're all about. That's why before every election, they accuse police of being racist. They start a race war in the streets to get the black people angry. And it's all a lie. I mean, there's no blacks killing fucking white officers, killing black people. I mean, there's an, an average of 11 and a half unarmed black people died the last 10 years by a white officer and and something like 22 white people. And it's just it's they 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 poll the Democrats. They had a poll. Sixty one percent of the Democrats think a thousand unarmed black people have been killed a year in the United States when there hasn't been a thousand unarmed black people killed in 70 years, 100 years together. It's just insane. And then they repeat it. Get them angry. You have all the fuck the the uneducated sports people come out. Black Lives Matter. The black. How about that? The Black Lives Matter people. They're they're being indicted for for embezzling sixty million dollars of fucking people's money. It's all a scam. Oh yeah, man. Clinton's uh, ex lawyer is helping him now. Yeah, they're they're all scam yeah. artists. The thing is, is is all the people. If you listen to my show, everything I've ever said about COVID, COVID policy, fucking the Democrats, uh, the. Uh, the steel dossier was a lie. Russia collusion was a lie. Everything I say is a truth. The thing is, I'm not like to find the truth. You can't just watch Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. You have to go to left wing media, go to right wing media, get out of your comfort zone. Okay, because uh, confirmation bias is easy. It's easy for me to turn on Fox News or Owen every day and say that's fucking fact. Okay. But there's a lot of propaganda on in right wing media too. So you've got to find the truth. And yeah, that that right wing, uh, they don't want to they don't want to delve into the nitty gritty of the Constitution, especially the Sixteenth Amendment. You yeah. know, uh, getting their money from us. They don't want to get into Title Twenty Six, where it mm-hmm. says there in seventy seven oh one in the code there that it's all the Internal Revenue Code was written for the District of Columbia. That's the definition of the United States for internal revenue purposes. When you try to get these uh, these politicians talking about taxes, all they can do is say, oh, you need to pay your fair share. Where is fair share in the Internal Revenue Code? It's nowhere. Uh, nowhere. Okay. Because what they do is they got us by a 1040 form, and uh, once we sign that, we're fucked. They're criminals. But... You know? uh, but you yeah, know, it's like, criminals, all it's like, like a guy listening to my show right now, he just wrote, he goes, well, Trump lied about everything. You know what Trump lied about? Trump would say, okay, my, I had the biggest crowd inauguration ever. No, we all know he didn't, right? I had 100,000 people at my 
rally. Well, he had 20,000, right? He over-exaggerated, okay? He did he did thousands of these little white lies, right? But, but those little white lies were yeah. meaningless. They did nothing to hurt the country, okay? You know why they hate, why they needed Trump out of office? Is when he tells the truth, okay? When he goes up on that stage in front of the, uh, uh, at his um, rally, and he said, the fucking, the people in the military love me. All the soldiers love me. He goes, the generals don't like me because they don't like the fact that, and he calls out the military industrial complex and of them wanting to start a war. Now that's why they got to get him out of office. They don't care when he tells lies. They care when he told the truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, even, uh, even attorney general Barr, you know, he said, yeah. I don't like the guy. I don't like Trump, but yeah. you know what? He gets the job done. Yeah. And, and remember, yeah. remember when Attorney General Barr said that mass mail-in ballots could cause a a uh, a, a constitutional crisis, and they were very worried about uh, starting a uh, civil war because it, 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 because of all the mass mail-in ballots you, you can't control them, and people are going to feel the election might have been stolen. And you know, uh, if you look back at things that happened, there's there's a lot of shady stuff, you know. So. You know, oh, yeah. it is what it is. I'm not going to say uh, anything about it. I don't want the them to uh, to cancel my channel here. But you know, it's uh, when uh, you know Bill Barr said it. You know, he was said he was worried and about a constitutional crisis, and then we almost had it on January 6th. You know, I mean, uh, uh, they want to say it's an insurrection, but nobody died and nobody was shot except uh, an unarmed Trump supporter. But there was not an insurrection. That was a a rally with a fifty people out of fifty thousand that got got route rude, and another three hundred fifty people, total of four hundred out of fifty thousand, trespassed on the Capitol, and that's about it. But they don't they don't talk about the Black Lives Matter protests in twenty twenty when they burned the country down. They fucking burned down a hundred. How many thousands of business? Uh, they burned down a hundred and fifty businesses. Burned down just in around the country from the George Floyd protests. Okay, they took over a police station in Seattle, burned it to the ground. They took over three blocks of called it Chaz. Three people got killed, or two people got killed. That that's an insurrection. <laughs> okay, but the media was crickets on it because they didn't want to show what was going on around the country. See, when people want to tell me, "Well, I watch Fox News too much. I don't watch this enough," then you tell me. I watched the country burn in 2020 and you couldn't, you turn on any left-wing media and they said, Oh, it's all peaceful protests. There was one video on CNN and as the, the burning behind him was, was built, it was burning on a fire and in flames. And they go, Oh, this is a mostly peaceful protest as the whole burn buildings burning. So, uh, but they, they hit everything from everybody, but see the people on those businesses know what, what happened. So when you see, Left-wing media hide what's going on in the country, right? Don't you tell yourself, well, if they're not showing it and I know it's happening, that means this media is corrupt, right? And if oh, you yeah. see if you yeah. see if you see a corrupt media that's in the tank for one political uh, party, then you have to tell yourself, what else do they lie about? You see what I'm trying to say? And Listen, the the right yeah. li- the right lies about shit all the time. They're, they have plenty of propaganda on the right. Okay, but I said it before. I'll say it again. The right pushes propaganda 
of real world situations that are going on. The border is a disaster. They just listed Title 42. There was 2.3 million that came in the country last year. There's going to be twice that now because they need new voters because nobody is buying what they're selling. That's the bottom line. So the border is a disaster. Um, Nowhere. You don't see it anywhere. They'll mention it like maybe once a week on left-wing media. Uh, But the border is a disaster. Inflation is a disaster. The gas is a disaster. And they're trying their hardest to try and cover it up. But people are dying. They're 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 starving to death. So you can't you, you, you can't even the media can't cover what's going on. You see what I'm saying? And so, again, yeah. give you give you give you a, a, a point what I'm trying to make. The media pushed Russia collusion for three fucking years. That's all you heard about. It was a lie. It was proven sure. to be a lie. OK, for a year and a half, the media pushed Steele dossier, which has now been proven to be that the, the Democrats bought and paid for it. Okay? The whole Clinton's piss, the, funded yes. dossier, Steele dossier. Correct. You know? Okay, that that was the Steele dossier that the, the oh the Trump has a hooker he gets peed on. That was all oh, bullshit. Right. It was lies, right? The Hunter Biden laptop. Oh. They called it Russia disinformation. They had fucking Twitter censor the New York Post for false information. If that laptop story gets out, Trump's the president. So when I say that they I, that it's possible they stole the election, I got to watch what I say now. I mean, I know, you know my own thoughts on it. It's, because, it's not about just stealing it. It's about when you suppress information to the American people, and they're not allowed to see the corruption of a, of one of the opponents. You're tilting the election in favor of one party that a media company like Twitter and Facebook. They want to see in power. That is against the and and again, even if you're a Democrat, would don't you think in the U.S. Listen, if, a, if all the elections are free or fair, and some one side wins that I don't want to win, am I disappointed? Yeah, but you know what? If you're on the left or right, you should want the will of the people. Okay, the American people should be available to all information. And make up their own mind. And see, Elon Musk realizes this, and that's why he went and bought Twitter. Because he realizes without to, if you're suppressing speech on one side of the political aisle for political gain, that's not democracy. That's, that's fucking propaganda. So, you know, he talked about buying it. And, and is he, I mean, is he, he's buying it? He bought it because he knows for a functioning democracy, you can't suppress you know they want to on the left they want to call it they want to call it disinformation but it's not disinformation it's information you it's our job as an american people to look at media that we either like or we dislike we then take our opinion from what they see out we decide what we feel is the truth not what the fucking big tech oligarchs think is the truth and that's it you you got to have a healthy debate you know what I'm saying? You can't just suppress one side of the country. And, uh, you know, um, Elon Musk saw how he, he, he said how dangerous a lack of a free speaking society is. And uh, being able to uh, will be a game changer at Twitter. You know, you've got to be able to to put the you can't just sit there and say, oh, that's disinformation. No, what, what they say is disinformation. And again, like I'm talking about is 
They make up things. They they wouldn't the everything I talked about. They make up and then they push it as propaganda. The 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 right they fucking push how unconstitutional vaccine mandates were. They push the the disaster at the border. They push inflation and gas prices, and they they say it over 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 as propaganda to get people angry. But these are things that are actually going on, right? So. I right, and when they say we can uh, misinformation, it's right. another way of saying we can censor. Exactly, that's what it is. Yeah, so, what, so I ask people you know. all the time, and if you watch left wing, right wing media, and I, I listen, I know what propaganda is. I want to know what the people on the right are saying that isn't true. Okay, where I could show you <laughs> infinite amount of things on the left that they may end up making up and have to. And then later on, say, well, uh, they'll put it. They'll, they'll put the fake news to two million people, and then when ten thousand people are watching, they'll, they'll they'll do a retraction. You see what I'm saying? And that's yeah. corruption to me. And people, you know, guy Alan Barber, uh, poker player, asked me what would it take for me to switch political parties, and I told them, I said, well, I said, well, let me give you a fair question. If you know one side of the political spectrum pushes out talking points. And then everyone on left-wing media just pushes the exact same talking point. And you know it's a made-up lie because if you watch right-wing media, they'll prove it to you that's a lie, okay? How can I possibly back a political party that's being backed by a corrupt media and pushing lies and disinformation, right? They want to say the right does it. But the, again, somebody out there, tell me, and if I'm wrong, I admit when I'm wrong because I have healthy debates with my friend who's on the left all the time and 80% of the time I show her that I'm right and there's 20% of the time, 15, 20 that I'm wrong and, and I apologize because, but that's healthy debate. You have to see, you know, get the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like here, I, like I told my friend who's on the left that we talk all the time. I talked to her for like three hours the other night. We, we always talk politics for like three hours a week. Then let's, the note, don't say gay bill in Florida, right? They pushed it around the country as Florida is suppressing the speech and you're not allowed to say the word gay. That is so far from the truth. It's a joke, okay? And on left-wing yeah, media, right. they're pushing this as fact. You even had uh, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York yesterday, come out and say, you can say gay or say whatever you want in New York City. Come to New York. We're not, we're not racist or we're not discriminatory. But anybody who reads the bill, I don't care if you're on the left or right, all the bill says, and anybody could go read it, is we don't want our teachers teaching sexual orientation to kids five years old to fucking eight years old. That's kindergarten through third grade, okay? That's all the bill says. We don't want you pushing your fucking gender uh, ideology on our young kids, right? That's all the bill yeah, says. It has nothing to do with gay. It has... It is the, the fucking Democrats and the fake news media pushed that as an anti-gay bill. <laughs> Listen, I want to know anybody out there listens to my podcast and is, is in this chat right now. If you have kids, do you want your kindergarten kid through third grade being taught ideology of transgenderism or or um, uh, gay or lesbian uh you know what I'm saying? If they want to be gay, lesbian, or transgender, uh, when, when they're 10 years old or older, or I say 18, to be honest with you, 
then let them be. But from kinder, kindergarten to third grade, kids don't know. They, they don't even know what a girl or a boy is, barely. I know I didn't until about first well, no, grade. They're, they're, Demo, uh, Democrat agenda is pushing that it's, that it's okay for a woman to have a penis. Yeah, exactly. They really are. Yeah. And it, it, what's, what's, there ain't nothing right about that. Exactly. On, so, listen, I, I mean, I don't even want to say this. If I say there's only two genders in the world, they're going to they might censor me for 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 misinformation. But, you know, I mean, I mean, again, <laughs> what, what, what the senator asked the, uh, the Jackson who's running for Senate, can you give me the definition of a woman? And she could she couldn't answer the question. How could you not answer the definition of a woman? because she knows their political left? I mean, that, that's just proof she's an activist. Okay, that's the thing is, yeah. is we don't care. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican on the Supreme Court, but you can't be an activist. If you can't say a woman is got so-and-so chromosomes, and then, but see, that, that, that she was, what happens if she, well, who cares if she says what a woman is, right? She's supposed to be a neutral judge on the Supreme Court, okay? Yes, do some lean right, some lean left or whatever, of course, but... <laughs> You know, I mean, what happens if she makes a ruling uh, uh, on something on that issue? You know, it's it's really bad. So uh, yeah. pushing the – listen, I, I have friends that are gay, straight, lesbian. I don't care, right? I don't care. I think they should all be accepted. But pushing this ideology on young kids is disgraceful. And, I mean, I saw a video of this lady. She's got a two-year-old boy. She's like, my kid's gay. He's gay, and he's, and then the little boy goes, "I'm gay, right?" And she's like, "Gonna raise him as a like." There's no, there's no fucking such thing as a two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old kid who knows if they're gay or not. There's no, it's impossible. Give me a break, man. That's all the bill says. Yeah. That's all the bill says, and there, and I guarantee, there's not one person that's listening to the show. It's in this chat. That has kids that will want, that will allow, if there is, I feel bad for them. That will allow teachers from kindergarten to third grade to teach their kids about transgenderism, gay and lesbian. I mean, come on, dude. That's all the bill says. And they Hollywood, the fucking reporters, the fake news. Oh, they're anti-gay. They won't allow you to say it's just a fucking lie. Read the bill. Come on, man. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I. You know, I mean, uh, Come on. it's uh, it's un- unbelievable how things have changed so quickly. But it's well, uh, most thing, most of us out here don't, aren't going to tolerate it. Well, the thing is, is and again, I've only been political for six, a little six seven years maybe. And the thing that that I've been told by people who've been political for a long time is, the left leans left in the primaries. The right leans far right in the primaries. As soon as they win the primaries, they come right back to the middle which is whatever the mainstream policies are, right? One side believes in, in more government. The other side believes in less government. But pretty much all the policies are, are all the things in the middle are pretty close. And uh, they've gone to uh, all in bullshit with the climate change. They've now accepting transgenderism and gay as mainstream, uh, which is fine, okay? But just don't put, I mean, you have the, the white, so- there's something like 3.2 million people in the United States that are that are uh, transgender. I think I something like that. And you have the, the White House speaking to them directly from the White House podium two days ago, right? 
And yeah. the people are starving to death with inflation. Hundreds of, mil- of millions of people are. People are starving to death with gas. And he's talking about transgender people, right? A, 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 a slice of the, the United States is so minute that it almost doesn't even matter, you know? And so uh, it's yeah. just if the you, thing if is, you're, if they're going to roll, you you got to expect if they're going to roll with this climate change and the green tech stuff, yeah. which is highly subsidized, right. and you're going to create wealth off that. It's you can never create wealth off the green tech industry. It None. is impossible. None. Cor- correct. And so, None. but None. It's it's a political winner. Climate change. If if the, if if everybody thinks the world's coming to an end unless we do something, right? That's going to get it. Uh, 10 million people to vote, right? Ten, right? You add those 10 million, okay? You add another 10 million that they're allowing across the border illegally and, th- and, put, and giving them uh, uh, IDs and shit on, on all over the fucking United States. You then give amnesty for another 20 million, right? You then get another 3.6 million with the transgender, you know? And uh, every million adds up. You know why every million adds up? But- Let's, let's, then you me, print more money. You never. You're right. gonna print more money, and you're never gonna see inflation stop. Yeah, and you know, and you know what, and you know what, you know why they need more, all these voters and everything. Okay, because they say Biden got 81 million votes. Do you really believe it? Okay, they know the real vote. Absolutely count. not. They know the real vote count. They know what trouble they're in. Okay, that's all. Yeah, they know. Okay, they know. Yeah. Okay, all you gotta. I just ask everybody. Look at. I don't want to talk about really much the election again because I don't want them something to happen on my channel here. But just look at the the uh, the data. Go look at the data from ten thirty p.m. West Coast time, so it's one thirty a.m. Eastern Coast time to two thirty a.m. Eastern Coast time when they stop the count in the four big swing states, and then look at the data for the one hour and how many votes Joe Biden got, and the data just goes up, 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 up. Uh, it goes up, 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 Trump, right? Stops. It shoots straight up for an hour and then straight down after an hour for Biden. And that was it. And then go look at the rest of the of the, of the charts. That's all. I just listen. I don't want to talk about the election yeah. at all, but just look at the charts. Make up your own decision. And um, and that's it. You know, it, it's uh, we live in a country. Make your own decision up. But I've looked at the charts. I've seen the data. I've made up. You no, know, I have my own decision on it. And uh but what does it matter? You know, I'm glad that I mean, I, I shouldn't say I'm glad that Trump's out of office because I never, ever, ever envisioned this in a year and a half. I don't I, not even a year and a half, a year and a month. Right. In one year, without what he's how he's destroyed. The, I don't I can't even believe it. And you know what? If anybody that's that's a Democrat that's in this chat right now thinks that Joe Biden's doing a good job, then they should literally tell themselves I am a partisan hack. Okay, I know nothing about the world, and I should never go out and vote again. Okay, period. There's zero. There's not anybody with one quarter of a brain that says that fucking Biden is doing a good job should never go vote again. I mean that too. Never. Okay, it's kind of like when I kind of turned on Trump. You know, after like with about uh, after when COVID came out in March, and I what an imbecile he was in those COVID. A briefings when everybody was scared to death. I said, this motherfucker don't deserve to be reelected, right? And I, I meant it, you know? But you, you got to come out and tell a spade a spade. And I, I mean, Kamala's the 
absolute worst. So I'm scared to death of her being president. But I don't think that it doesn't matter. I think Obama's controlling everything anyways. So this guy cannot remain. Yeah, I mean, you look at look at this, Jill. I mean, look at Jill Biden. You know, I mean, she's 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 hiding up, too, because yeah, you I don't mean, if see she her. was a good wife. She would defend that guy and say, hey, look, I got to get him. He's getting destroyed. We yeah. got to get him out of here. Yeah. We gotta, and she's not doing shit. But they and he's, can't. He's going down the. They can't do anything to after the midterms. You understand if they pull Biden out of office and show and 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 they show weakness and incompetency, because even though we see it and most of the American people see it, there's still 25 percent of the American people because that don't see it. Because uh, I think like Democrats, uh, even though he's polling 38 percent in the nationally, he's polling still like 40 Four percent with Democrats. You see what I'm trying to say. So as long if they were to pull him out right now, it would be a bigger bloodbath in the elect in the midterm. So they can't do anything right now. We have to pray. We're in April now, so we have seven months to the midterms. We have to pray that he doesn't start World War Three, okay? And we have to pray that somehow, yeah. some way, we get through the next seven months because they will remove him from office. I have a big bet with Phil. Yeah, you make within, an excellent point. You make an months. excellent yeah. point that they can't do anything. They now. can't. They can't. Within six months of the after the midterms, I made a bet. Phil laid me seventy five hundred to five thousand. I said he will not be president within six months after the midterms. I personally believe that when the Congress gets sworn in in January, he will resign the second week of January. And just like I said, the Democrats are all about identity politics. That's all they talk about transgenderism, gay, straight, Latino, black, and they just break everybody down in groups and separate everybody. They want to tell the world that we elected the first black African-American woman as president. So she will be the president of the United States and she will be it probably in January, 2023. But they, there's, they can't pull them. They're, they, they're going to lose at least 70 seats and five seats in the Senate. If they pull him now, it will be 110 and it might be 110 also. And if they if they get a super if the if if, if the, the 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 GOP gets a super majority of uh, 60 and 100 there. I mean, the president won't sign off on half the things, but they will. He will be impeached and they will. Well, they won't have to impeach him. He'll be gone in January anyway. So, you know, that's another reason why he'll be gone in January, because. They have to remove him. They have to. He can't fucking. It's elder abuse. This is not saying anything bad about Joe Biden. It's elder abuse. What they are doing to this man is a disgrace. In the name of power, they're letting an 80-year-old man who's senile with dementia walk around and, and doesn't know what he's saying. Okay. A year during the election, I told everybody this. You could see the decline. But over the last year, it's so bad that again, the American people aren't stupid, man. I mean, yeah, you're going to have to... But listen, I I hope things change for the better. It's, I feel You know what I feel the worst for? I, I, I don't live in the world. Well, I don't need to worry about food. I don't need to worry about money. I don't need to worry about gas, you know. But I could be like Shannon Sharp and say, well, I'll pay $20 a gallon gas as long as Trump's not in office. Great, you're worth $15 million. What, you don't care about people who are starving in the world? You know what I'm saying? You know, don't give me the bullshit, you know. It's uh 
no, those, those people can't buy a $60,000 electric car, and, exactly. and uh, they depend on the gas being 280 a gallon. You got Biden out there saying, well, we got to transfer. You guys got to get electric cars. Great. We, like, we have 50000 sitting around for an electric car. I mean, they have, they're so out of touch with reality. It's a joke. They're, oh, do this. Uh, uh, go, go take the bus. Did you see the thing where I told people to take the bus and buy in bulk? Did you see that one? I mean, these people are so out of touch with reality. I don't even. I can't even comprehend it. It's yeah. Again, if totally, they would have totally. passed, go look it up, everybody. Even if you're on the left, Democrats, go look what Trump tried to pass in. Uh, I think it was April of uh, uh, right, right, right. I was like a month and a half after the pandemic when gas was like zero. He was trying to put like, like I don't know, forty, four hundred million barrels of oil in our reserve and get it for fucking nothing, and the, and the Democrats wouldn't a lot pass it. If that would have been passed. We would have gas prices that are around three bucks to two fifty three bucks right now. This is all on policy. This is all on the Democrats. All of it. You know, the president doesn't make gas prices, but policy does. Okay, and policies cause what's going on today, and it's unfortunate. So, anyways, I appreciate the call. Yeah, really. And uh, okay, you take care, man. You got it, my man. Take care. So um, yeah, you know everything I, I kind of said is uh, you know really what's going on in the world. And uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. I can't, I can't, I literally, I, I mean it, I can't believe what's going on in the country. I really can't. To me, it's mind-boggling. Woody. Oh, look, Woody wants you to pet her. She wants love. Where's Flash? He was up running around early. He's fucking, he usually wants to be the star. Flashy, where's Flash? All right, he's not answering. So uh, 702-329-0480. We're going to take about 15 minutes worth of calls more. Move on from there. Hello. Yo, welcome to Mouthpiece. It's Mike. Yo, what's up, Mikey? It's Gypsy Frank. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Shit, man. Just uh, been listening to you going about politics for the last fucking hour. No, I've been going about politics for 10 minutes. Give me a break. Talking poker all day. Oh, shit's wild, though. I agree with pretty much everything you say. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, listen. I, I don't I, tell this to many people, but between the summer when I was three, I was a gay for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then uh, when I got into kindergarten, I figured out I wasn't. Thank God. Okay. Obviously, I'm joking, dickhead. Oh, oh, you have, I'm like, well, you have me, a, you have me at a standstill for me. I'm like, what did he say? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Let me ask you something, like. Who in kindergarten to third grade possibly could know if they're transsexual, gay, lesbian? It's impossible. These people yeah, that 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 have their that have a little boy and they want a little girl, they tell a three years old, "Oh, he's transgender," and they dress him up in girls' clothing. Right? These people are yeah, sick. Man, this, this is a sick uh, ideology. With, uh, with pronouns, yeah, don't fucking call them boys or girls. Call uh, whatever. I yeah. just fucking them up. They, uh, it, how about it? How about it in Disney? You can't. Call, there's no such thing as ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls anymore. Can you fucking believe these sick people? I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. It's insanity. It's like a friend, a guy I know, was said the other day, and it's true. When I was in school, you didn't know about anybody's sexuality or what's going on in their fucking world. It was Miss, Mister, Mrs. Mister, Miss. Mrs. Miss, you're unmarried. Mrs. You're married. Okay? That was it. We didn't sit there and wonder, oh, I wonder if he's fucking a guy. Oh, I wonder if he's a 
fuck it, this my teacher is a really a guy dressed up as a girl. Nobody thinks like that. No young kid thinks like that. The only people that are four, five, six that even have a clue what gay or transgenderism and all that shit is, is if their fucking mother and father are pushing the yeah, ideology. Fucking feeding that shit to them. Exactly. Obviously. Exactly. If you don't even know what it, if you don't even, if you have no idea what it is, you would not sit there at four years old. Well, and say, back in the day, there wasn't sex ed and all of that shit, and then you know you had kids getting pregnant, so then we started. Teaching I mean, we had it, sex ed. I, I remember sex. I, I remember sex ed in seventh grade. Okay. That was the first so time fine. I did sex ed. I mean, at seven, you, uh, in seventh grade, you know, you're what, 12, 13? Yeah, yeah, You 13. don't know about sex. Girls are getting their periods. Guys are right. Kids are waking up with hard-ons. Right. You know what's going on with their fucking self. Like that. Right. Uh, all this other gender shit is just fucking everything up. But whatever. I mean, yeah. Listen, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And they are. And I have no problem with anybody gay, straight, lesbian. I, but I have a problem of them just like what they did, where they're do, even with New York, they're keeping the mask mandate on two-year-old kids, two to four. So nobody has to wear a mask, but a two and four-year-old well, kid I who got, has this I is insane. My kid's three now. We flew. Yeah, this chick wanted me to fucking put a mask on my two-year-old. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. No shit. Maybe for a minute. Maybe for you know, it's it just it's not going to happen for any extended period of time. It's ridiculous. But I want. I called and I wanted to ask you yeah. a couple poker questions. Sure. Um, so the. I got this dude I've been staking recently. Uh, I live near North Carolina. They have the circuit that comes three times a year, WSOP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have a standard agreement, 50-50 with makeup. Um, but what I wanted to ask you, uh, he was asking me about uh, just doing, um, what's it called? Plans. Uh, what do you call it? Packages. Yeah. Moving forward. We're in like uh, 4K makeup. So far, That's uh, series coming up. Now. I was I was a million. Would- I was a million in makeup once and got one. I got plus. Uh, back nice. in the days. no shit, huh? Yeah. Playing cash or tournaments? Uh, both. You know, uh, mostly like you know, there was there were big tournaments. I was being playing the, some of the fifty like in Australia. I played like a, I think a hundred and a fifty k buy in. I don't even know. I don't remember if I played the two fifty or not. You know, so, yeah, they were big. Well, yeah, that's not impossible if you're playing stakes at that level. Yeah, I mean, listen, even with 10K tournaments, $10,000, you could get a million in makeup fast, man. I mean, tournament poker. Yeah, you we can, played we, online. Uh, we were stuck 180K, me and my brother, at one point. Yeah. And uh, at that time, his backer was literally paying him to play uh, to incentivize it yeah. because uh, he had no fucking ambition whatsoever. Well, yeah, that's the thing. When you get big makeup, a lot of people lose their ability to to grind. But see, that's the difference between me and everybody else. It's like I would never leave somebody when I'm in big makeup because because I know coming as long as let's just say I get into big makeup and I I I had a guy that was staking me and we were playing nosebleed games. We were playing four and eight hundred, eight and sixteen hundred uh, uh, mixed game. And uh, hold on one second. Jeremy, I'm doing my podcast. Let me call you back, okay? Bye-bye. And so, um, you know, uh, and uh, I never got, playing that nosebleed, I never got more than 60K in makeup, right? And I won this guy like 1.2 million or whatever. Uh, But I kept telling him, I'm like, we're going to have a 300K losing streak. It's coming. We're going to have it. I go. He, you know, he knows how great a player I am. I'm like, yeah, but but I'm like, let's be in reality here. 
We're playing fucking nosebleeds where you win or lose 40, 50 a night, sometimes 100, and we've never been more in makeup. I'm like, I'm run, I'm a great player, but I'm not superhuman. I'm running great. You know what You're I'm saying? Yeah. And then we lose like then we lose like two hundred thousand straight, and then I find out, and then he says he's he's cash uh, strapped. I'm like, well, cash strapped. I made you all. Where's all the money, right? And I find out like six months later that he blew it all staking another poker player, which I told him not to stake. You I won't told, fucking say that guy's name. How come you brought this up like twenty times on the podcast? Uh, all right. Me I mean, I could I could bring it up. He he staked David Benjamin. Okay, David Benjamin no. is a great poker player who has a gambling problem in the pit and he tilts when he's stuck. And if you tilt when you're stuck or you got a gambling problem, you can't win. And David talent wise is probably top 20, top 20, top 15 best players of all time talent wise. But I've said it before. I'll take a guy with a C game that never tilts over a guy that has an A plus game that tilts. And David always had a tilt factor. Well, I was getting ready to say that, man. That's super important. Yeah, I mean, I think I got. I think I got, that's, that's I think I got a B. I got. I think I got a B to a B plus game, but my my worst game is like a C plus. So it's like B plus to C plus at all times, you know. And I'm you're a bet. Literally, we made the bet. Fucking, literally three weeks later, I won the bet. I mean, the guy lost like four hundred in three weeks. But I, it has to happen. You can't keep tilting well, your way out. Was he played a high-variant style? He played a high-variant style, but when he gets stuck, he tilted. And he kept calling okay. these He kept calling these four bets with eight, nine suited, making flushes and straights when he's stuck. And tilt. Listen, when you're calling 4,000 with five, six suited, eight, nine suited, what are you going to do when it comes to queen, five, deuce, and you're five, six suited, right? I mean, give me a break. Yeah. You, you, you can't. You, I mean, if the you, you're if you're calling four, if you're calling four thousand dollar four bets with eight nine suited, the guy needs to be a minimum of thirty five to forty k, a minimum of forty k deep. So it's like uh, ten to one on your money to break even. You know what I'm saying? So it's when you know sense. you're up against, it, it, so I knew what was going to happen to him. It happened to him, and uh, you know, uh, I'm always listen. I'm not the sharpest guy in the world. I don't want to say I'm the fucking smartest. But I mean, one thing I'll tell you, I know about. I fucking know everything when it comes to poker. I'll take my poker fucking uh, IQ over any fucking buddy in the world. And if you put every game, tournament, cash, no limit, no limit tournaments, I'll take my poker IQ over anybody. Right? As far as politics go, I would say my on a scale of one to ten, my political IQ is probably nine point one, between eight point nine and nine point one. But that's because I, I work and I study it and I try and figure out what's going on in the world, you know? But uh, Yeah, I feel you. I got out of it. Like, I used to, uh, last year, um, I stopped fucking keeping track, honestly, man. Uh, I don't blame you. I think I said this before, but I um, one of the best movie quotes I've ever seen is out of The Godfather 2. Michael's talking to his ex or his uh, wife, Kay, and he says, my father, and he's talking about Vito Corleone, mm-hmm. is uh, no different than any senator or politician. That's right. And then she says, oh, Michael, you're so naive. Politicians don't have people killed. And then he turns to her and says, who's being naive, Key? Exactly. It's so true. Politicians. It's, it's organized crime at its finest. <laughs> it's, it it's not about who's the better person when you're voting. It's about who's less of a crook. All those all tri- billions of dollars that they pass 
They all that nobody gets the money. It goes to all their little corrupt friends. It's the biggest. Yeah, exactly. It's the biggest we'll money laundering scam. It's the biggest money laundering scam in the history of the world. Yeah, they don't kill yeah, anybody. No, the 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 Epstein cameras just happen to be shut off uh, at right, the exact course, same time. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! It's uh, the right is that are definitely crooks, but Co- total crooks. Evil, like they're trying. To it's exactly what I say. The right are crooks, criminals, and awful people. The left are fucking evil, right? And the th- and, of it, literally. and the thing is, is even my Democrat friends who are listening to the show, right? This is not the J- Democrat Party of JFK. The party of JFK, the thing, those were normal people, right? Yes, the fucking exactly. right, the political right in the U.S. right now is where, and this is what I've been told, okay, by people who've been around a long time, is where the political left was when Clinton was in office and when J&K was in, was in office. Okay, this is what I've been told. I can't. Hey, I don't confirm. mean to cut you short. Yeah. I got I got to go. I got a okay. call coming in. But you got it, man. Work with the new poker room and everything, brother. Take care. Thank you, man. I'll talk to you next time. You got it. Take care. Bye. Yeah. So you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's it's, it's a shame because people that have been lifelong Democrats, they just, they just think, well, I vote Democrat, whatever. They don't really put the time in to see the awful policies that are going on. This will be our last phone call. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. Who's this? Hello. Yeah. Who's this? Hey, Mike. Uh, it's Mark down here in sunny Florida. Good place to be. What's been going on? Hello. You hear me? Hey. Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, I've got two things. Um, sure. First, not to beat a dead horse, but uh, don't say gay, Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, is crazy to me. It's my brother lives in another country. He messaged me one day. I didn't know what was going on. Right. And he goes, so you can't say gay in Florida anymore. And I go, <laughs> let me look this up because yeah. that makes no sense. These people it took are crazy. Literally 30 seconds to find out what that was and what it actually was. Yeah. Um, and then coincidentally, like I got a buddy, he's got a kid who is probably like about kindergarten uh-huh. um, age. And he sends me like short videos occasionally. Uh-huh. Um, and one was his kid, kindergartner, jumping off his bed yelling, I'm Superman. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is, you really need to tell these kids, you know, about even being straight, gay, trans, whatever. Like, I don't understand it. It's just, it's not. I'm, I don't understand it as a kindergartner, first, second, and third grade. I, me personally, yeah. I yeah. think until you, you, you could be informed on it when you become a teenager before puberty, I don't even think you should, you know, I just, it's just, it's an ideology pushed by the left, okay? It's an ideology. It's not reality, okay? When I was growing up, you had, when when, when guys dress up as women, we called them uh, uh, drag queens, right? Or whatever, and right. we, we all thought it was cute. We laughed. We said hello to them. Nobody, there was no, we didn't care who they were, you know? And then this... I would say this transgender movement has started in like 2012, 2010, right in that area. Is that about? I mean, that's my guess. I, and, I believe so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And 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 it's just, I I just again, people could do their own thing. I don't have any care what anybody does. Why? Let me ask you something. Why do we need to know who's gay? Who's? Did you see that the thing that they passed in? Uh, that they, the uh, California, the movies, uh, you if you gotta have a 
a minority and a, and a gay person in a movie. So what are you going to tell them when they go to interview for a movie? Um, are you fucking guys or girls? I mean, really? Who cares what people do in the bedroom? I don't understand. Yeah. That. I don't understand the pushing the ideology on people. Hey, you know, it's funny, too. It's like, well, and the funny thing, too, about that is, uh, I didn't know about that, but if you had some, I mean, a lot of, like, actors, actresses, they're mm-hmm. usually, like, starving actors, actresses, mm-hmm. who wouldn't go in there and just be like, yep. I'm gay or whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah. To qualify. That's I mean, so would, funny. I didn't even think about it. that. Like, I didn't even think about that. They can walk in there and say, um, I don't know. Are you looking for a gay person for a role? And these guys are starving. And they'll be like, yeah. And then they can just pretend to be gay. That's dude. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You know, but it's yeah. just, it's just, it's, 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 it's insane. You, you shouldn't pick people by their color, sexual orientation or their gen or anything. Got people interview for a thing. If the best 10 actors are white people, black people, gay people, you hire who's best for the job. The fact that, but this is the Democrat. This is the political left. They're pushing this on people, and it's just not right, you know? And the whole, the whole don't say gay thing in Florida is proof to anybody who's listening to the podcast that what I'm saying is true. They are pushing a lie to the American people, to people... Like people, you you watch the Oscars, the end of the show, they're like, those are the people in Florida. Don't say gay, 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 right? None of them have ever read the bill. They're just being lied to by the media. Our corrupt, lying fucking media. Don't, it's a joke. It's just, how in the fuck? There's not one person. I If there's a person in the world, and there's plenty of them, I'm sure, by the way, but People that could read that bill and that have kids and say, yeah, I want my teachers to tell my kindergarten, first, second, and third grade kids about gay, lesbian, and transgenderism. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd rip that teacher's fucking face off if I had kids. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. You know? But we have a media yeah. pushing a lie, just like they pushed a lie about police are killing black people. Then, like, like... Police are, are transgender people are killed. First of all, uh, the amount of trans, it's like Tucker broke it down the other day, the math. It's just all a lie. Everything they push is a fucking lie. You know? I'm, I'm, I just, yeah. Uh, well, just, I, uh, I, I, I think going forward that um, they've been able to kind of get away with it more, but the more outlandish they get with things, that you have a bigger chunk you, of the population watch, that's like, holy shit, like they're full of shit. Like it's almost like they're going to sh- completely blow their own seat off. Bill Maher. I mean, there's no way they're going to take the House and the Senate. They're not going to win the next presidency unless something crazy right. happens. So now like they brought, just, that's they why they brought Obama in. They brought Obama in yesterday to push Obamacare to try and get his voice, because Biden's so weak and frail, his voice to get the, to try and change and pivot off the inflation and the gas prices. Um, I mean, I think they should have brought Obama in to actually make because Obama's the greatest speaker of all time, you know, to go in yeah. there and spin his bullshit to get people off of because Joe Biden is just done. You know what I'm saying? It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. It it's is sad. sad. It's not I, like I'm not ripping Joe Biden. It is sad that the political left has allowed a man that should have been in an old age home run for president and fucking go up there and try and uh, it's so I can't watch it anymore. It's sad to watch that they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna have him removed right after the midterms. It's impo- they can't. They can't. It's impossible. But for the next seven months, B 
being able to be watching this is going to be heartbreaking to watch. You know, it's just yeah. so great. And again, uh, as an American, you pull for your president, whether you like him or not. But uh, this is this is this is really bad. So, eh, what, yeah. what, you know, what what, what 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 can we do? You know, uh, I just uh, again, I, it's like I tell my friend Ashley, you know, she told me, you know, we talk like three hours a week and we talk politics and 80 percent of the things I say, I, I, I prove it to her that I'm right. And I've said it before. I'll say it again on on the show. Here is um, one night she told me she goes, you know, Mike, everything I've ever thought of the world and the country is for my whole life for forty years. It's starting to look like it's a lie because I, I show her the truth, you know. And and again, that's got to be mind boggling. You know, you have you're on the left. You have a worldview a certain way, and then you have somebody that proves it to you that what they're saying is, is all lies. You know what I'm saying? And and I've been right about 80%, 20% of the time I'm wrong or whatever. But I, I, I mean, I, I if I was ever in a position where somebody, because I, I listen to everybody, left, right, center, um, of everything. Yeah, even with poker, I, I take poker opinions or whatever. But if I had a certain view of a certain way, let's just say I have a certain view about poker, right? And even though this is not true, but let's just say the the solver people, the GTO people, whatever, prove to me that my way is wrong and their way is right, that, which is not true because I know that. But let's just say they did it. Think about how devastating I would be to play a certain way my whole life and it's the wrong way to play. That's what's go, what's kind of going on in the world. And when you look about all the fucking dumb fucking shit that Trump said and did, the greatest accomplishment of his presidency was exposing the fake news media for what they are and how they lie, 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 lie. That's it. That's you great, are fake it, news. That's his great. <laughs> that's his greatest accomplishment as a president was exposing the fake news yeah. media. Because now people see it. Because yeah. once they're exposed to it and they see the lies, like here, give you an idea. Like when when the war started forty one days ago, you have Biden on stage saying. Well, gas prices and, and inflation is because of Putin. Well, really? Well, how about the last year when gas prices and inflation were through the roof? Where was Putin then? And then they just repeat the lie, repeat the lie, repeat it, repeat it. They get their lying media lapdogs to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And remember, 90% of the country works 9 to 5. They come home, they flip on CNN, MSNBC, whatever, for 15 minutes. And, oh, oh. It's the war in Ukraine. Oh, that's why gas prices are so high, right? Or that's why inflation is so high. But anybody with that's not, unless you're political, if you're political, you know they're just spinning a lie, right? But something like, what's it, 30% of the people who vote are not political? You know, so you just keep pushing the lie. But it's such an awful lie. Like, they could talk about all the Trump lies. Could anything, has Trump ever lied? Like, oh, the inflation and gas prices are by Putin. I mean, you have to have an IQ of 10 to believe that, literally. Yeah. Okay, so that's all I'm trying to say is, again, anybody that listens to my show, and when I run a podcast that they could call in at any time and show me, and maybe they'll find one, okay? Show me five lies that right-wing media has pushed that were not true, and I'll show you 25. They won't be able to, I don't think they'll show me one. Maybe they'll show me one. I'll show you 25 on the other side that were made up lies. That's all. So, again, yeah. if you could prove to me one side 
aren't lying fucking evil people. I'm open for debate. I'll debate anybody, but you can't. Just like I've told people that listen to the show, $1,000 for anybody who could call a show and tell me one policy that the Democrats have pushed forward in the last six years that is helping the everyday working class people in the fucking United States. And I'm still waiting for a phone call from somebody to give me a policy. You know, one guy threw in Juneteenth. I laughed about that. You know, Juneteenth <laughs> Juneteenth is a made-up yeah. holiday to appeal to the fucking African-American community. Okay? Juneteenth is not real. It's fake. It was, but th- even, th- even if it was real, what, what, would, what does that policy do to help the American people? What policy do they push forward that's going to help the American people, like, like my friend John who listens to the show, right? The American people who live on a fixed income survive in the country to eat well, to fucking beat food in their pockets. What policy are they pushing forward that's going to help people like my friend John have a better life? And the answer is nothing. That's it. Nothing. So that's uh, yeah. that's that's why I'm on the political right, and I'm not. Everybody, I mean, in 2016, I was 80 degrees right at center. Uh, now I, I probably say I'm 10 degrees right at center, where the average American's about three to five degrees left or right of center. You know, so I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I lean. I mean, I, I don't lean horribly right anymore because I have I have dialogue with people on my law of the left. But you know, listen, everything I said about COVID was fact. Everything I said about masks came out fact. Everything I said about vaccine mandates came out fact. Everything I said about the lab leak came out as fact. And eventually everything I said about China releasing the virus on purpose to get Trump out of office and to get and to get global power where they had a fucking computer footprint of everybody with a vaccine mandate. That was their goal. But the only thing is, is the virus mutated they had this vaccine since 2002. They just figured they kill a fucking million people. They get Trump out of office. Everybody gets the vaccine. They got world. All the billionaires have their world power back and everything's back to normal. And the vaccine worked till June 1st of 2021. And then the new variant came and the vaccines, they, they, they were so sure the vaccines were going to work on the new variant uh, that they weren't worried about it. And unfortunately, it didn't. And that became a political disaster to them. But they kept pushing the, this is a, I remember people calling my show. This is a fire. Uh, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Really? Then how come eighty percent of the people in the hospital are vaccinated? You know, it was just yeah. It, they were just kept pushing the lie because they had the talking points that they had to keep pushing that they had up until the first COVID was gone, and then they had uh, what was the second one that I got? I forgot what it's called. Omicron was the third one. Delta. Yeah, Delta. And yeah, so yeah, Delta, when, yeah. when Delta hit again, this people again, this really bothers me with political right. They say, well, uh, this is an experimental vaccine. No, it isn't. They fucking have been working on this vaccine since 2002. They knew that the day would come one day that they had to put this on the world and they had to make sure they had a vaccine. Unfortunately, it split and they didn't they know they don't have a vaccine right now. So uh, that's the truth of what happened. You know, listen to Bill Gates. This man's evil, man. This man's evil. You know, he flew 14 times on the Lolita Express to Jeffrey Epstein's island. That's why his wife and him got divorced. She didn't know about this. She found out about this. This guy's a creepy pedophile, man. Did you, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I never I, I thought, I never true. thought um, that's a lot. growing up in the world that Bill Gates, who I thought was did so much good for the world, 
was actually one of the most evil men in the whole world. I never thought it could ever be, but it's true. It's no. true. It's no. true. He owns all the patents to all the vaccines. Just like when he when he talked about the vaccine, he's like, well, he goes, uh, it's a shame. He literally said, it's a shame that the natural immunity of Omicron did a better job than we did with the vaccine. We'll have to do better next time. Like, really? Next time? There hadn't been a, vac- a right. global pandemic in a year? Because they know, bro. They know. They know. Go look up event. 201 that was run by the Bill Gates Bill Gates Foundation November 30th 2019 they had 5600 people there a mock global pandemic well how how they know I said it before Biden who can't put yeah. two sentences together October 25th 2019 tweeted Trump got rid of this Sutton compartment and we're not ready for a global pandemic. Here's a guy that can't put two words together, but now he puts a tweet out saying that the country could have a global pandemic and we're not ready for it. Two months later, we had one. Come on, dude. There ain't no such thing as coincidences. They knew. They knew, man. Yeah. This was all fucking yeah. planned. All of it. Yeah. One day it's all going to come out. Oh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to uh, agree with you, but yeah, yeah I mean... That's I'm on board. Hey, were, can I ask you a quick poker sure, question? Absolutely, man. Um, just cut me off this side of line. I've just always wondered this about poker. Like, cause every time like I play more, like overall I do well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've always wondered like, if you're like a high frequency, like cash player, like how does like taxes work with that? Well, I mean, I basically, uh, take my poker wins uh, and um, whatever I win in tournaments and I pretty much write it all off uh, with my cash games. Uh, it's not as easy as it used to be because before you just cashed in, you got you got your, you cast them in for flags, you put the flags in your box and you didn't worry about anything. Now they keep a lot more track, it's a little bit harder, uh, but I'm still able to write off as much as I can. You know, I you start buying things and putting lots of money in the bank. You know, they're, you're gonna have to pay taxes on that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the type of person that uh, likes to buy things and on uh, and make payments, whether I have the money or not, because uh, I think that the amount of money you pay in interest for certain things are a lot less than you got to pay in taxes. So, you know, I pay my taxes, but I uh, I'm not like Phil Helmuth that just just fucking wins two million and just hands the government a million bucks and says, "Well, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to be audited." I go, "Phil, you're a professional poker yeah. player. You can write off fucking seventy percent of your win." You know, listen, it's uh, yeah. He gives more a year to taxes than I've given in twenty five. So more power yeah. to him. You know. Yeah, I just always wondered it, man. I didn't know if I was like stepping on any toes. No, nah, like, every time nah, I try listen, to look it up, I can never get like it's such a go. I never get listen, like an answer. It's you get, um, listen. So. It, I'm registered as a professional poker player, so I write off most of my losses or my you know. But I got to you know you have to show your cost you know you have to call your cost of living you have to show, you know well what, you know you have to show a certain amount you know what I mean so that's yeah. just the way it is. All right. Interesting. Okay. You, my man, yeah. thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Have a, right, have buddy. a great weekend. Yeah, man. Good I'll talking to you, bud. Uh, yeah, if you're, care, if you're ever down Later. in Texas, come say hello. Later. All hey, right. if you're ever down in Tampa, say hello. Okay, I will. Take care. Bye. All right. So, yeah, so um, uh, 
No, Brandon, I was joking when I talked about dropping vials. That was a joke. I'm like, uh, that was my ex-girlfriend used to say that. No, I, I believe that the um, the, uh, the 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 new uh, virus uh, where the uh, it split up. I I just thought they said they felt that uh, that the, the, when the variant the new variant came that the the original vaccine would cover it and it, and that was their plan the whole time. And as it turns out, it it didn't work out. So all right, we have some people in my poker room sitting. Uh, if uh, any of you guys listen to the show. You play one $2, no limit hold'em, or PLO. You could email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. You get 250 bucks in chips for 200 I play about an hour a day in my poker room. Uh, a little bit slower now, but uh, you know we have nice games every day, and uh, I, uh, I do it for my fans. I, I really don't make any money. Whatever, whatever money I drop every week, I pretty much give back to the bad players who lose so it keeps the game going so the everyday players can win so that's what i kind of try and do um uh so see how the room's still doing good uh a little bit slow right now but uh, it's an up and down room so uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes i'm uh going to be in uh austin texas at at 52 social this weekend saturday sunday monday tuesday Meetup game Saturday, tournament Sunday, big, I think it's 100-200, might be smaller, but I think it's 100-200 live game on Monday's live stream. More meetup games Tuesday. I will be 52 social in Austin, Texas. Uh, I'm out of here. Another episode of the Mouthpiece. Uh, next week, we are going to have... Uh, Last year's WSOP um, all-around player, Josh Aria, will be on the show. And he's got a really funny Michael Jordan story that he's going to tell us all. So I will see you probably next Friday with Josh Aria here on The Mouthpiece. Have a great weekend, everybody. The Mouthpiece.